Hey guys, it's Kira from KiraLeeAndSpinners.com and today we are talking about your relationship with food and why it is the determining factor if you lose weight, if you will keep it off or not. Um, the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition um, did some research and talked about studies that they've done and um, researched and two, on average, people who lost weight from traditional diets regained two thirds of the weight within a year. And then within five years regained all of the weight. And that's just one, one study that was brought up, but I'm also reading another book that talks about this um, at length. And it's just really, really common to regain weight after you have gone on a traditional diet. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, you know, there is like the, our bodies, just like the metabolic processes of the body, um, you know, we just, our body likes to hit our set point and stay there. Um, but a lot of this comes down to restriction and the brain. That's why as a nutrition coach, I have really honed in on this stuff because if we don't talk about our approach to food and our relationship with food, then we're doing ourselves a huge disservice and it doesn't matter what you do you, unless you have that solid relationship with food, you're not going to be in a good place where you're going to be able to lose weight and keep it off. Um, so basically traditional diets, they kind of suck. Um, what kind of happens? I'm, I'm looking off my, I made some really great notes for this today and I just don't want to miss anything. So there's a cycle that takes place. Um, when we go on a diet and it starts with restriction. So you're like, okay, I'm only going to eat 1500 calories or I'm going to track macros or I am going to do keto or I'm going to, um, lower my carbs, whatever it is. It always starts with some kind of deprivation and initially there's success. Um, if you do a low carb diet, then you lose weight pretty quickly because carbs absorb water and they keep water in our bodies. So we lose water weight pretty quickly when we lower our carb intake. Um, but even if you were to, you know, restrict your calories and, and eat less calories, you're going to have initial success. Maybe you lose 15, 20 pounds. It's awesome. Um, but then we start getting into a point where we are feeling deprived, either physically or mentally. And so if we're on like a low, a low calorie diet, we start to you know, get really hungry, we have more cravings, we don't have as much energy. Um, if we are doing like a low carb thing, we might start to feel deprived because we're watching all of our friends eat pie this summer and we want that. Or, you know, we love pasta and we can't have that. And so we start breaking our rules, the rules that we set for ourselves. And 
as we do that, we also lose trust in ourselves because we just watch ourselves like trip and fall over and over again. And we're just like, we don't have the trust in ourselves that we're going to be able to make a good decision. We're continuing to betray ourselves and that feels really crappy. So then what happens, you end up gaining weight on top of that, you gain the weight back. Um, now you're even more frustrated with yourself. You're frustrated with your, how your body looks. You're frustrated with the fact that you can't keep this, you can't keep following your rules, that you can't stick with your diet. It's really frustrating. And then what happens? You end up going back onto that diet. Like, okay, I'm gonna reset. I'm gonna do this. Like, you know, I did this back in January. I can do this again now. You know, it's Monday. I'm gonna restart. Yes, this weekend happened, but like, I'm gonna redo this again. And it's just a cycle of doing this over and over and over. And I, that's exhausting. So why not do it the right way from the beginning and build that healthy relationship with food and then come at this as in a in a come at this with an approach where it's not restrictive we are going to do things in a really balanced way um one of the things that you can do to do that is you kind of like push out some of the the bad stuff or I don't like to call any food bad, but it's like the food that is not aligned with your goals. You kind of push that out by adding in so much of the really great stuff. An example of that on a micro level might be if you go out to dinner and you get a burger and fries, but before you get your entree, you ask for your waiter to bring you a salad you have your little house salad and then you start in on your burger after you're done eating your burger then at that point you can have fries but you're probably so full at that point that you really don't eat that many fries um doing this on a macro level may look like um you plan out all of your meals for the week and um, you make sure that every single meal always contains about 35 grams of protein. So like every meal has like four, six, four to six ounces of turkey or chicken and then, or eggs or fish or steak or pork. And when you start eating that meal, you start eating the protein, you start eating the vegetables. And then at that point, whatever, if you're still hungry, then you get into the rice, the potatoes and stuff like that. But you end up just kind of not saying that um, potatoes or rice are bad because they're definitely not, but you're getting in the really important stuff. You're getting in your protein, you're getting in your micronutrients from eating those from eating the produce first and then you get into the other stuff. Um, it also just might look like from like a, a macro pers perspective, um, swapping out all of your meals to being like clean, healthy, whole foods. And then once you're done eating that lunch, then at that point, if you want a really small little piece of chocolate, then you can do that or like, um, you know that you want to have, you want to split dessert, but you make sure that you have eaten all of your, your healthy, big, you know, the most important foods. And then at that point, 
you know, if you have a few bites of dessert, you can totally do that, but you're pretty full. So that comes secondary. Um, also know that you don't want to approach any kind of diet or your approach to fat loss. Um, you don't want to do it from a place of restriction and understand that like no food is truly off limits because the second that you say that I can't have ice cream or I can't have wine or I can't have carbs, you're going to want it 10 times more. So understand that nothing is ever off limits. It's just something that you probably don't want to have as much of. So go back to that that last concept of adding in more of the good stuff and then that will kind of, then there's not as much room for the stuff that isn't in alignment with your goals. Um, but it's not that you can't have that because you can. The choice is entirely up to you. You are empowered to make whatever choice you want. It's just some things are gonna be more aligned with what you're trying to achieve than others. And then the last part is really that psych, psych piece, um, examining your unhelpful beliefs. So we all have beliefs about ourselves, we all have different beliefs about food, and we wanna take a look at them um, pretty deeply. So this is actually something that I work on with my clients. Um, it's a huge part of it because back in the day I used to just say like, oh yeah, well, you know, eat this and then eat this and eat this. And if you eat like that, then you'll be all good. But then people kept not following through. And I was like, I just don't understand why people can't just like eat what I'm telling them to eat. And, <laughs> um, it's not that easy. Um, we all have our own relationships with ourselves and with food, and we all have so many different reasons for choosing and not choosing um, certain decisions. And it's really not that simple. So at this point now with my coaching clients, I work on them at looking at their perspectives and their beliefs. Um, on food and how they treat themselves and why they make the decisions that they make. And this has been extremely helpful for my clients since we've started doing this because until you truly get to the root of the issue, everything else is just a band-aid. So um, the first thing is to ask yourself, is this thought that I'm having that I'm experiencing right now, is it even true? Um, and if so, what evidence is there to prove that? Um, and then the next thing is to figure out where these ideas came from, uh, followed by considering alternative perspectives. And then the final piece is to challenge the thoughts and potentially create new ones. So, um, I came up with a couple of examples that I have worked with clients on specifically with these two things. Um, one of them is the idea, I can only lose weight if I eliminate carbs. So I asked this client, is this really true? 
you can only lose weight when you eliminate carbs. Is this really true? And if so, what evidence do you have that supports that? And she has ev evidence that she has lost weight when she's gone low carb before, but it's not necessarily true that that is the only way that she can lose weight. Um, she has lost weight before by eliminating carbs. We talked about that mechanism already in this video of why that works and how that works. Um, but it's not wholly true 100% because she has never done anything else to be able to lose weight. Um, and then where did this, where did this idea come from? Well, it came originally, it came from just media, you know, so many people got into keto and so she tried, you know, lowering carbs and that's what worked. And so, you know, to a certain extent it is true. Um, but like I said, it's not necessarily the only way. So we're considering alternative perspectives already because now we're going to start considering, you know, balancing energy intake as well as continuing to keep carbs in her diet just more from a whole food, um, not simple carbs, but more complex carbs. So we're keeping those things in and we're gonna try it from that angle. So she's considering that perspective now and challenging her own thoughts when, you know, she has a dinner and she's gonna eat potatoes in that dinner, she's reminding herself that you know, I've, I've presented her with a lot of evidence that she's utilizing and she is reminding herself as she's eating these potatoes at dinner that, you know, these do have a benefit and she does feel better because now she doesn't feel super restricted. She has some energy. Her workouts are feeling really great. She isn't getting tired every evening. Um, and she feels like she could keep going on this for longer. So she's creating those new perspectives as she goes along and showing herself that this, this way also works. And then another client that I'm working with um, came to me with the belief that it wouldn't matter if she skipped a workout because she would be fat no matter what. So we are starting to look at that. So she she was skipping workouts pretty regularly um, and finally got down to it. You know, it's like, okay, well, why? What's going on? And, you know, I'm, it doesn't matter if I work out or not. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be fat forever. So, um, I ask her, you know, is, is this definitely true um, from like a log perspective of logic? And no, it, it's, it's not, it's not logical. Um, it's just a really crappy belief that she has. And I ask, you know, if there's any kind of evidence that she would have to support this. And I mean, her evidence is that she does feel like she's been overweight for a really long time. She has tried working out in the past and 
can't stick with it long enough for it to really make a difference. But aside from that, there's no evidence that it is true that she is actually going to be fat forever. No. Okay. So we have ruled out the fact that this is, that this is true, that this is logical. It's, it's neither of those two things. Um, and so I ask, you know, where did this come from? And it's just, it's that, you know, that cycle that I was talking about, like she would do it for a little while, get some results from it, but then her motivation started to dwindle. She wasn't, you know, she got some results, you know, initially, but then after, you know, a few weeks, it was like motivation really wasn't there anymore. She wasn't like, it wasn't like every single time she worked out, she lost two pounds. So, you know, it was just kind of like, well, whatever, does it even really matter? Um, and so that's where that idea came from. And so I asked her to consider some alternative perspectives, um, maybe look at different benefits that she would receive from doing one of those workouts. And we set some performance goals. Um, we were, are working on, you know, getting, having more core strength because her lower back, she has a lot of lower back pain. So, you know, working on her core strength, you know, how, testing her plank time, um, getting her to be able to do side planks without her knee down. That's been a really helpful one. You know, just like these little victories are really helpful for her because now she's able to see, to see that the workouts are not just to help her lose weight, that they are also helpful in getting her just to simply feel better physically. Um, and get some wins under her belt, the more she can say, okay, I'm gonna work out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then when she checks all of those boxes, she feels really proud of herself. So those are you know, new perspectives that she's creating, and um, you know, she's challenging her thoughts of, well, it doesn't matter if I work out because I'm gonna be fat forever. She's creating, she's challenging those thoughts because they're not logical and she's creating new thoughts of, I work out because I'm strong and I'm strong mentally. I'm strong enough to like get myself to do this and I'm getting stronger by doing the workouts. It's pretty cool to see myself be able to go from pressing 10 pounds overhead to be able, being able to press 20 pounds overhead with dumbbells and just things like that. And all of that can be applied to food as well as working out or I mean really anything in life. So um, that is it for today. Thank you so much for watching this video. And if you have any questions about working with me, um, you can always send me a message, email me, Kira at kirawilliamsfitness.com. Um, there's a form on my website to contact me. And I really look forward to chatting with you.